You're listening to She Grabs the Mic, and I'm your host, Cole Baker Bagwell. Every week, we'll explore what it means to be happy, present, and whole. You'll hear from courageous women who are kicking ass in their lives and leave with actionable tips that you can apply to reset from toxicity, tune into your gold, and live powerfully from the bedroom to the boardroom. Right now, it's time to grab your headphones, kick back and relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hello, amazing ones. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you're here today. Thank you for tuning in and choosing to spend some time with me. I appreciate you. All right, so today we're going to talk about the co-conspirators of the body and the mind, specifically how to optimize the body-mind connection so that you can be more well, feel more well, and enjoy your life in a much more powerful way. So I'm going to open with two questions. And I really want you to think about these. Here's the first one. How are you feeling? And now for the second, how do you know? The truth is not many of us really think about how we're feeling. We just sort of move through our days on autopilot, racing from one thing and then to the next. And some of this, you know, may have started from the time we were children when we said something like, I'm feeling tired. And someone said to us, you're not tired. You're fine. Or maybe we said, I'm feeling sad. And somebody said to us, well, what do you have to feel sad about? feel happy. You're happy. Everything's fine. And that type of thing will carry over to adulthood because neural pathways, neural conditioning happens from the time that we are very young. So maybe now in your life, it looks a little bit like this. How are you? I'm fine. How many times a day do you hear that? How many times a day do you say that? So when we're saying that, What we're really saying is, I don't know, I haven't really checked in with myself to figure out how I'm feeling, or maybe I know how I'm feeling and I don't understand why, or maybe I know how and I really don't want to tell you because maybe you don't really care about how I'm feeling. You're just offering me the courtesy of a question. But here's the deal. Once we really pause and take time to learn how to tune into what we're feeling, and we understand why we're feeling that way, we can begin to make choices that help us optimize our life and our well-being, our response to the world around us, and it's a really powerful thing. So before we get into this sort of deep topic today, I want to start with a story. Okay, so a few months ago, I was at a meeting in New York City, this fabulous women's meeting, like thousands of women, it was just amazing to be in that presence. And, you know, super excited, got up at like 4am, drove over to the Marriott Marquis downtown in New York City with a good friend of mine. And we were talking to these other women in line. And I mean, there was just a big thick buzz in the air. It was wonderful. Everyone was so excited to be there, even though it was super early. And without thinking, I stepped foot onto the escalator. And we went up one flight, 
then I stepped foot onto another escalator and we went up another flight and then we stepped onto another escalator, the third one and little known fact, but I am very afraid of heights. And as I stepped onto that third escalator and I looked around me, I realized that I could see all the way down to the ground below. And all of a sudden, my body started freaking out. My legs became wobbly and tense at the same time. I felt like I couldn't breathe. My head was spinning. My heart was racing. Things began to sort of go black. My palms started sweating. And in that moment, I thought, oh my God, I'm going to pass out on this escalator in front of all of these women and potentially take another many down with me. And that would be a terrible thing. So my mind and my body were just wreaking havoc on my experience. So I got off of the third escalator and I found a quiet place to gather myself. And I thought, let me tune in to what I'm feeling right now in my body. Because the body tells us what it needs. We just have to learn to listen. So I stood there and I took some deep breaths. And with all the presence of my mind, I thought, okay, Cole, look at all those women riding the escalator. Nothing is happening to them. Everything is fine. You are safe. What's the problem? Body was telling me, huge problem. Danger, danger, danger. You're going to die. You're going to pass out on the escalator. And that was being fueled by my mind because when I was a child, I got a shoestring hung in an escalator. And so this deep neural conditioning that I had from the time that I was a child was brought up into my awareness in this moment. And I thought, well, no damn wonder I'm afraid of escalators. I mean, that was pretty traumatic. So I made a choice for myself. And instead of getting on the fourth escalator, because there were three more that would follow, I chose to ride the elevator and go up to the sixth floor. So that example is a prime example of how the body and mind can either wreak havoc, or they can create beautiful music like an orchestra and help us have this amazing experience in every moment of our lives. So we have to learn how to tune in and by learning how to tune in and slow down and really develop awareness around what's happening in our body, what's happening in our mind and the interplay between these two, we are able to be less emotionally reactive. We are able to understand ourselves in a more loving and powerful way. And we are able to respond to the world around us in a more intentional way than we are when we are spinning and reacting. So one of the questions that I like to ask my clients is, how do you feel when you are angry, disrespected, frustrated, unheard, unseen, sad, hopeless, exhausted, how do those things show up in your physical body? Sometimes that's a really tough question for people to answer because they've never really given the time to think about it. They are too busy answering, I'm fine. 
But when they begin to think about it, the women that I coach will begin to say things like, oh, gosh, my shoulders get really tense. My mind starts to spin. My heart starts to race. I feel cold. I feel shaky. My palms get sweaty. I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience. They're able to connect with that somatic feeling in their body by reflecting on a recent experience of feeling angry, disrespected, unheard, unseen, etc. On the opposite end, I'll say to them, how does it show up for you and your body when you feel joy, love, peace, happiness, like all is well with the world? How does that begin to feel for you in your body? And some of the answers that they'll give me are, I feel light. I feel tingly like good butterflies. I feel a smile stretch from corner to corner across my face. I feel the good nerves. I feel the great excitement. I feel alive. So beginning to tune in to how your body responds to different environments different people, different situations is a really powerful thing. So what's actually happening is our nervous system is responding to the world around us. The world around us will spin as it will, but it does not mean that we have to spin with it. We get to choose how we show up and experience the world. And we can do that by tapping into mindfulness. And by the way, this is mindfulness all day long, tapping into this connection between the body and the mind, learning how to tune into what you are feeling, what you are thinking and understand the relationship between the two mindfulness all day long. So when we are perceiving danger, fear, a bad experience, our body starts to release hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. And those things are supposed to happen because those things keep us safe. It's part of the way we are born and wired. So for instance, if we are in a car accident and the car flips upside down, then we want that cortisol and adrenaline to kick in so we can get out of the car before something worse happens and we can get to a place of safety. However, when the cortisol and the adrenaline are coursing through our systems unattended to, because we have no awareness that this is happening. It begins to create inflammation because it creates stress. And then our experience in the world becomes a mirror of what we are feeling inside and vice versa. Now on the flip side, there are beautiful hormones like endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, the stuff that makes us feel so damn good, the stuff that makes us feel alive and well. These are the hormones that help us think more clearly, that optimize our well-being in mind and body, that give us energy, that allow us to step into our power and make choices for our lives. This is the stuff that gives us a sense of belonging and connectivity to others and to ourselves. And all of these things are dictated by the nervous system. So in my example that I gave you of being on the elevator, 
My nervous system was in high alert. My mind was saying, oh my God, we're going to die. Something awful is going to happen. My body responded because it needed to protect itself. It needed to feel safe and it was in overdrive. When I got off of the escalator and I was able to calm myself through a practice that I'm going to tell you about in just a minute, I was able to regain my clarity think about what I wanted to do next. So make a choice for myself. And I was able to connect with why I was feeling that way in that moment. So here's the practice has three little letters, P B a kind of like PBR, but way more powerful. So the P stands for pause, whatever you're feeling, whether it's like all the good stuff, the happiness, the well-being, the peace, the love, the all is right with the world, or the other end of the spectrum, the, oh shit, I am not well. I am angry as a hornet. I am feeling really frustrated. I am feeling really angry. I'm feeling really sad. Pause. Take a few deep breaths. Usually six to 12 start to do the trick deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth to begin to calm the nervous system, to begin to bring some equilibrium back into the body and the mind. Imagine it like a big car wash for your nervous system, just cooling down the fire. It's amazing what it can do. So after you breathe, here comes the A for assess. This is mindfulness. Asking yourself, what am I responding to? What is my body responding to? What are my thoughts responding to in this moment? What belongs here? What doesn't belong here for me right now? So this little micro practice consistently done over time will help you tune in more readily to what you are feeling, what you are thinking so that you can begin to optimize your your body mind connection. It is extremely powerful. And the really great part about it is it prevents you from flying off the handle or saying something that, oh my God, I wish I hadn't said that. Did that really come out of my mouth? When you're at work, when you're at home, when you're with friends, when you're on hold with, you know, customer service because your phone's not working or your internet has gone down. It lessens the emotional reactivity and increases our ability to respond with patience, with kindness, with more clarity. Mindfulness all day long. And when you are able to understand yourself in this way, the world around you can spin as it will, and you will still be okay. I I had a client recently tell me she showed up for our session and she was smiling, man, it was like infectious how big she was smiling. It was awesome to see because this woman had really been struggling. And this day she showed up and she was like, man, I am sitting on top of the world. And you know what, Cole, my life is a total chaotic shit show. And I still feel okay. Because she had started committing to this mini practice of PBA. She was pausing, she was breathing, she was assessing And as she did, she was learning about herself and she was able to make more conscious choices for herself, for her world, for her life. And man, it's a game changer. So as we wrap up the episode today, 
the call to action, if you choose, let's call it an invitation, is to begin practicing PBA, to begin pausing, breathing, and assessing as an act of self-love to understand how you are wired, to understand what turns you on, what turns you sideways. So you can begin to move all of the obstacles out of your way and tune in to optimizing your mind and body connection. So I'll wrap up with the same two questions that I started with. How are you feeling today? And how do you know? Thanks for tuning in. I hope you'll join me again next week. And that's the end of the show today, everybody. I hope it has served you well. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've liked what you've heard, please drop a review wherever you grab your favorite podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please be sure to share this podcast with another woman that you love. If you'd like to learn more about me or my work, check out my website, colebakerbagwell.com. Until next time, remember to be super kind to yourself and do your very best to leave everyone and everything just a little bit better.